to 20. Hashtag mic dropped at Gay Magazine. Hashtag Verse TV to 20C. Most of my friends are straight men. I don't really hang out with gay people. Don't cancel me. I feel like gay people do too much. The quorum, right? A lot of people feel like some gay people do too much because there is this constant want for attention of, hey, guys, I'm gay. People feel that way where a lot of flamboyance, a lot of attitude, a lot of sass, nothing wrong with it, but I just feel like time and place matters. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't know when to tone it down a little bit. And it's almost as if, like, you see how protective I'm being of my words? Gay people don't have that same protection. Like, you guys could go out here and say everything about straight people and don't be face fine. any consequences. Yeah. And then, so, like, you see how I got to talk right now where I can't say nothing too crazy because I know if I offend the community, it's clipped. Those rules don't apply to gay people. Damn, like, y'all getting all the privileges, all the rights, all the jobs, and we can't say nothing if we're uncomfortable, but we make you guys uncomfortable, and then we're out of here. The loud gay people are the one that gets the attention. Mm -hmm. Women can relate to that. Most of my friends are straight men. I uh, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, sis. Text response from Coco's son at J. Michael. I hate these convos. Why should us flamboyant feminine gays dial ourselves down to make y'all feel comfortable? Straight people want to be oppressed so bad, like police. Quote, y'all get all the jobs. Y'all can say whatever. Without any consequences. End quote. Shut up. If I'm not mistaken, wasn't a bill just passed saying that businesses can deny employment to gay people? Are us gays not still fighting for our rights every day? Man, fuck out of here with all that. I'm so sick of these podcasts. You MFs Go up there, run y'all mouths just for the views. No thoughts, just words. Brain smoother than a smoothie. <laughs> All right, Coco son, Jay. Anyway, there's a complexity, you. All right. And, well. I could just go from memory, but I want to be sure I get this right. First off, I would say, um, hold up. I just got to stop this for a moment to point some well-known uh, facts out. All right, first off, Homosexuals never, ever had any type of preferential treatment. Just getting that out there. All right. Um, oh, yeah. Preferential treatment in anything. Now, gays are still getting fired or in rare cases even killed. Um, yeah. 
for just for being gay. Furthermore, we we were not sorry, we furthermore we were not even able to get married countrywide. Um until like twenty so just for the record as of today that's less than ten years ago. So I don't understand what's what makes gays extremely preferable with that. Um Yeah, it's currently 2023. It didn't become legal countrywide until 2015. That was roughly eight years ago. So... Yeah, it didn't become legal countrywide until 2015. Now, for the record, and just pointing that out, that is 247 years after this country was founded. So that's something to think about for all those who claim we have something special and we really don't. That's what I have. I feel kind of badly bring this this way, mm. but it's my made up narrative in relation to this, and I just made it up this way. But I believe that gay guy, the gay guy, was actually just playing to the red guy, the red hetero man, hetero leaning man. And I've established that I will call people hetero leaning when the, I don't know them personally, but I assume that, you know, what they say, heterosexual, whatever. I'll call them hetero leaning until I know personally otherwise, which for him and such interactions, probably never, but it is what it is. And, huh, okay, but I'm sorry, things pop on my screen, get off. But yes, you know, I, Yeah, I, I, I believe he wants the hetero guy. Now, also, I will say that I, I'm not going to lie. I, as far as him being like, gay, gay people do too much. And using that as sort of his way <laughs> in with the red straight guy, which it's like, 
honestly, I, I didn't even see his face. So it's like, I don't, but I assume, let's look at his big arms. And I'm like, ooh. Anyway, but yes. Um, use it as a way in with him. And maybe it's not just a way in, but I know for myself, I honestly, and I'm sorry, I, I've learned a lot from hashtag verse TV over the years. But I used to say that same kind of thing about feminine gay guys that I'm like, well, you know, they're cool when they're quiet, but not when they're doing too much. And then I've learned to evolve to understand one, people are who they are. Two, it's like you, you can be whoever you are. Now, I I love the fact that he uh, Coco's son, Coco from SWV, anybody who didn't get that, Coco from SWV, her son said, called out the podcast, just, just like a day storm, like anybody with a podcast will just talk about any old crazy stuff. And it's like, that's often, that can be how it is. Yes, us podcasters can go off the cuff and say some wild stuff sometimes. But as far as the hetero guy talking about uh, feeling uncomfortable, I'll save it for my one minute. Hush, hush, Yoma. This is your one square. Um. Yeah. There we go. All right, there we go. All right, so basically, I just have that as a country, country one, right? We are constantly going in front. So, do we? make sex do we mess up yes definitely <laughs> but those are learning lessons that what i have oh, right yeah um as far as the guy talking about when y'all make us feel uncomfortable i'm like See, now here's the thing. You feel uncomfortable by us just existing. We feel uncomfortable by you all trying to fucking kill us. <laughs> anyway, but that's another story. That's actually not my one minute. My one minute, I will say, yes, us podcasters can be dangerous when ignorant. And Daystorm is on to something. But... Many people share so much now. It's just common. Like people, if it hits their mind, they're going to share. They're going to make a video. If they're going to go viral, great, you know. And Andy Warhol spoke to this many, many decades ago. Anyway, but yes. Okay. 
I'll go ahead and do the uh, hashtag verse TV family question. Mm. Yes or no? Yes or no? Would maintenance of a friendship between your partner and their ex be a problem at all? I don't even know what that has to do with it. Wow. I apologize, you all. I, I think that I just, um, huh. So yes or no, off cuff. Yes or no, should podcasters be more responsible with their content or is it okay that people use their podcasts and use their social media platforms just to express their feelings hmm. and state them as fact, but that's factually how they feel. I don't know. I agree with Coco's son, period. And I love me some SWV, my favorite female singing group, and they got honored at an award show recently hmm. for like a lifetime achievement. So great. Anyway, are you ready to for part D where I'm going to go first? Yeah. Hashtag purely human at decolonized. Hashtag verse TV to 20D. The reason we have different colors of skin is based on evolution and where in the world these people were being born and how much direct sunlight they were receiving. So the sun is radioactive and we have an atmosphere that protects us from those radio waves and also the center of the earth is made of nickel which protects us from that but we also need some extra protection which is why we evolved to have melanin in our skin. So in the places where more sun hits the earth, we have more melanin, which makes us darker. In the places where we have less sunlight, such as in the north, north of Canada, north uh, in, in Russia, in Europe, those places has less melanin because we need to absorb the vitamin D and stuff for our skin. The reason why we have different uh, widths of noses is because of the temperature of where we've evolved to live. People in Africa will have wider set noses because it's so hot and we need more air circulating to our brain, okay? In Europe, where it's very cold, they have narrower noses so that less cold air is needed to cool down our brains. We have straight hair. We have curly hair. The reason why people in Africa have curly hair is because that curly hair keeps their hair off their necks. Your neck is a cooling mechanism. If you don't have wind on your neck, you can overheat. So we evolved into this great species that has curly hair that keeps it on top of your head and not falling down your shoulders. Then the opposite is true with Europeans and other parts of the world where it's colder because we actually need the long hair to cover our necks to keep us warm. Race is a social construct. We are all human beings and we evolved differently based on biology science y'all peace oh right now i'm bringing base complexity back 
temporary issues. No problem. So my initial reaction is, yes, I do agree with her on the complexion issue and the uh, absolutely we are all human. Um, it's just different evolution depending on where we live. That That is fact. Yes, I agree, and yes, we are all human. Now, I'm not gonna lie. When she talked about the nose thing and the uh, hair thing and bl black people having wider noses because it's so hot in Africa, that sort of triggered me because, and I, I, I didn't realize this is what was going on until like I was writing my answers out and I'm like, oh, wait a minute, that kind of triggered me. So yeah, because a lot of people think that the entire continent of Africa is just a sweltering hot steam jungle. That's it, just all hot. That's why black people are black. That's why our noses are wide. That's why our hair is the way it is because it's all so hot. And it's like, that's not true. You know, it's just not true. But because people don't know things, they don't, they, they can't research and they're just like, well, everything that I know about Africa is that it's hot, so always hot. Now, there are parts of Africa that are super duper hot, but there are parts of India that get, I, I was talking with an Indian Uber driver not too long ago, and he was telling me uh, that, um, like getting in the 120s, 130s is like common, you know? So it's like, well, explain that, you know? But people, for example, the city of Nairobi, which I love, and I was thinking I was gonna move there at some point, but the city of Nairobi, year round, day, night, 12 months a year, day and night, it's between the upper 70s on the high end and the mid 50s on the low end. Year round, year round, even in rainy season. So it's like explanations like that kind of bother me. And I remember I was speaking with an Uber driver from Nairobi, Kenya, about uh, Cleveland weather. And I was thinking he would be like, oh, Cleveland is so cold. Uh, and I asked him, I was like, because I often talk to Uber drivers, how do you like the weather in Cleveland? And his response was, Cleveland is hot. It is so hot here. <laughs> and I'm like, what, really? Okay. Anyway, oh my gosh, I'm gonna need my, uh, <clears throat> um, yeah, I'm gonna need my, uh, uh, one squared for the rest of this basic complexity. Okay, and now D. Thank you. All right. So with D, um, she, oh, well, she spoke. Nothing but pure facts, seriously. The research, 
some stuff about what she was saying. Um, solid, yeah, solid proof that that could be easily solid facts that could be easily proven. Um, these are just this is for those who follow like basic science. Um, that's exactly what it is. Just basic science. Like me personally, these are things I've known for years. And I was already kind of or at least somewhat aware of them. Maybe not fully, but because I was younger then, but somewhat aware of. And these are just things that people in general have to keep in mind. Like, I think at this point, it should be a well-known fact that life on this planet really started in Africa. That can easily be proven by science. But, yeah, like she was saying, the people look different because people eventually as just humanity in general just spread out when they went further north they yeah became lighter um and yeah then about their appearance changed and those are just scientific provable facts and that's what I have I remember one time I went down the uh, knowing the, the, the racist rabbit hole of asking Google, why do black people dot, dot, dot. And as soon as you ask, why do black people? And I, I was going to ask, like, have full lips or larger lips and such. And I, I asked Google. And of course, Google's answer was, and I'm saying this in the context of people talking about these answers for like why black people have wider noise because of the heat, it's so hot. And it's like <laughs> Google's answer for why do, and the question had to be worded, why do black people have big lips? The, the answer to that question was, well, it's because in the jungles of Africa, black people would use those big lips to keep food in their mouths. And I was like, what? You know, and ultimately, again, people just seem hardwired to insist to group people to just explain things, like just have to put people into groups. Black, white, gay, straight, trans, cis. 
you know, all, like people just have to put somebody in a group. It has to be for that reason. You know, wide nose, thin nose, straight hair, um, curly hair. Even if we're poorly putting them into the groups. But like, like I said, I fully agree with her when she says we're all human. That is something that we need to understand, regardless of all of these features of our phenotype, our hair, our whatever. I don't know if hair is included in the phenotype, but regardless of all of those features, we are all human. Down at the end of the sentence, my one sentence is, I love curiosity. I think that we don't have all life's answers. I, we don't. And maybe our deepest lesson ooh, is to evolve to the point to know that all humans are family. We are all one species. We are all human without exception. And I, I think people like partially get it. And it's like, yeah, we're all human, but we're different. It's like, no, we're all human. So does a black dog care about a white dog being a white dog? Does a brown dog care? No. Anyway, but maybe that's our evolution to learn that, you know what, all humanity, we're all human, worthy of love and respect equally. Like the Olita Adams song, Evolution, beautiful song. Is complexity or one square? That everything said in general are based on solid provable facts and that's it. And there it is. The family, hashtag verse TV family, yes or no question, is evolving to fully accept and affirm our universal and equal humanity will solve most of our problems. Yes or no? It's a question. It's a question, it's a statement of a question. Anyway. Basic complexity, are we ready for topic E, which we don't talk about, but we'll just play to make a point? Yeah. Hashtag fair pay at Hot Big Krishna. Hashtag verse TV to 20 E. What do you want fair contracts? When do we want it now? Again, look, life's not fair, okay? Look, I write you checks, you write me stories, that's how it works. Look, daddy's gonna buy you some new notepads and some pencils. We're on the strike. You're getting paid to do what you love. How do you watch TV? On the TV? On the phone if I'm taking a dumpy? I mean, what's the difference? So why are we paid differently based on where it comes from? We make a fraction of residuals on streaming TV versus traditional network TV. Yeah, because network TV has commercials, which brings advertisers. Yeah, but on streaming, it's the writers who bring you the audience, who pay you directly. 
So when our work gets replayed, no matter how many times, why do we get pennies on the dollar? Because we take the risk to make it. And we gave ourselves our time to write it. Without us, you're ink on paper. And that ink is the blood that flows through new worlds and new stories. Without us, all you can make is this. So now what, you want a blank check? We want fairness, you make billions. No, it's not even 1% of your earnings. You're gonna run out of money. So I suggest you and go. you're gonna run out of content. We'll outsource it to AI. Artificial intelligence. Oh, I was thinking Asian immigrants, but yeah. What do we want fair content? I love me some hot big Krishna. And yes, I always talk about guys and being attracted to myself. So I have to always say it. I will just say, I love me some hot big Krishna. Yes. Anyway, um, no, and uh, I'm saying all that, and ironically, I said we're not going to talk about it unless, um, how much time? No, we're after an hour, so we can go on to the end. So, part F, this section, we're going to play the music videos, but the audio is coming from our friend Swerve Beats, and one of his songs that um, he allowed me to license from him or whatever is called Atoms. And I love this song and that's the beat that we're gonna be hearing, but we are going to identify the video by sight alone and then discuss it. And all of these music videos are from Queen Monica's album, second album, The Boy Is Mine. And Basic Complexity has a leg up on this one because he loves him some Monica. I love me some Monica too. I, I'm team Brandy first. I <clears throat> grew to also love Monica. Anyway, are you ready for this? Let's go. All right, and I'm gonna play these videos to sort of, I guess, well, actually, when, Okay, I'm going to play them in a slightly different order just for kids. Hashtag second album at 90s.history, hashtag first TV 220F. All right, so I can go first to name the video because I always know it. Partic we'll, we'll get into all of that, but do you want to name it first? Or, or are you ready? Yeah, you already know, I know the answer. 
Well, then you better tell me what is it? What was that video? That video was, I'm making sure I'm getting this name right. That was the music video for the first night. Bingo. Yeah, the first night. And you know what I always thought was so interesting about that video? Hmm. The camera, I don't know what was going on with it, but something about it just looked like extra real worldly. Like, would you agree? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what it was. And I, as someone who studied film, should uh, have a more um, detailed explanation of why it looked that way. But, I, I, I don't forgive me, but she, I love that video. I love that video, I love that song. And you know what I also love about that song? You remember, like, see, this is so 90s. This is so 90s. Remember the bridge? I'm just trying to run through my head to get to that point. If you want me, you've got to know me. If you want my love, my love, gotta win my love. Hey, baby, that's the way it's got to be, yeah. Get to know me so we can do this. I should make a move. (laughs) I love that bridge. Yes. Yeah, like that whole song is just, and I'm not going to lie, like going through these videos and working the videos and stuff, it's like Monica was on some stuff. Like And I was talking to you about this before the show. How are youths being blessed with the Brandy and Monica um, era, I guess. Like, they're still relevant, but that era that they were, like, dueling divas, if you will. (laughs) Like, that that's significant because they were both releasing some hits. Were they not? Yes, they were. Absolutely. And I, After the Storm was the first Monica album that I bought, Mm. but I loved the videos from The Boy Is Mine. And I remember, see, y'all are getting me to be so honest. And that's the thing about podcasting. We're being honest with what we think in our minds. But um, kids in, in school used to love uh, bucking me up, getting me to dance. And that was, I, I remember one time I, I did the dances from that video because I, I used to love learning the dances from um, people at, at that time. And I thought that was cool, the dance that she did. And um, now I will also say this, this will be a piece of a moment. FYI, if any of my former classmates by any chance see this, FYI, part of the reason that I um, 
And I realized this in retrospect. I didn't know it at the time, of course. But during a, that particular um, season of mine in high school, educators in the system would probably identify my doing stuff like that as my way of acting out. And I realized that in retrospect, I was acting out in that way because there were some, uh, there was a, a brief time of some uh, stress in the home that did get resolved before the end of my high school tenure. It, anyway, anyway. See, now I, I feel like crap because without going into detail, I um, feel like I'm saying that my childhood was anything but perfect. And I love my childhood. My family did an amazing job and they did so well because I'm so perfect. But I, I, outside of that uh, being uh, silly, like they, they really did. And I love my mommy. And yes. Basic complexity, did you have anything else to say on uh, the first night? Um, no. I, like, that was definitely, um, and that might be what we got in common, because I think that was Monica's first album that I got myself. I, well, I didn't get anything until after the storm, oh. but I, I loved the Boy Is Mine album, and I realized going back how much I love it now, you know? But at that time, see, I was team Brandy, and um, Brandy and Monica fans hadn't yet matured to the point that we could accept the differing musics, but I, I was team Brandy at that time. So I was like, Brandy and Brandy only, you know. We were but separate. I, huh? That we were on separate teams then. But as we grew up, we definitely matured and started accepting the other side. Absolutely. Yeah, you know. And uh, again, After the Storm was the first Monica album that I got. Mm -hmm. And then I went back and, and got others and such. Love Monica. Monica is exceptional. As well as Brandy. Brandy and Monica are both exceptional. Anyway, oh, I did want to say this about the first night. You know, it's so interesting how back then, we did have songs about not giving it up right away. Like Destiny's Child had one that I particularly used in college. And Jessica Simpson's song, um, Destiny's Child song, Stay. I would, even though I my college days were my thought days or sexual exploration days, I didn't quite explore as much as I could have because of songs like Destiny Child Stay and uh, Jessica Simpson's song, I Have a Gift for You. 
mm -hmm. um, talking about holding on to it because, wow, do you want some honesty, Kevin? I'm trying to get you to say something. Let's go. So the honesty is, again, my uh, sexual exploration days were in college. I also call them my thought days. <laughs> and Jessica Simpson's song, Gift for You, I Have a Gift for You, mm. actually is very largely, Jessica Simpson's song, I Have a Gift for You, and Destiny's Child's song, Stay, sort of had me say, you know what? I might be exploring this world of Yahoo Instant Messenger dating a lot and sucking a lot of dudes' dicks, but I know I can be so crass sometimes, but I will save my anal sex for my special one. I will save it for my one. And that's why, even though I did a lot of oral back then, I would not do anything more than that until my first boyfriend. And this, oh my gosh. I talked to you about this just yesterday, I think. How um, I used to be one of those people who would be kind of um, her. Oh, she got pregnant. Oh, she didn't know how to keep her legs closed. I used to be one of those people until one of my ex, uh, one of my boyfriends at that time, my first boyfriend, while we were interacting and doing our stuff, he was like, baby, I want you to stick it in. And I was like, but I, I, I don't think I'm ready for that. I don't think we are ready for that yet. And he was like, and this is him on the bed looking up at me, but baby, I love you. And because he said that, I did it. I, my response was, oh, I love you too. And I did it. And I realized the next day, I'm like, that's how the girls in high school got pricked. Because the man said, but baby, I love you. Let me just stick in just a tip. I love you. And that's how they got pregnant. Anyway. So that's when my mind started changing because I'm like, you know, we, we look down on these women as a society who get pregnant at an early age because a man, I don't want to say a man tricked them because, you know, sometimes it's a boy in high school who tricked that girl in high school. So it's not like the man with the boy is so much smarter than the girl. It's just that those are the kind of things that we hear, you know, and we go by emotion and we let the emotions run us. You know, it's like, I, I take back the, we let the emotions run us. Hearing I love you from, gosh, no, and I, I, I'm not acting like I didn't get love from my family because I did. 
we did say I love you. When we, you and I talked about this. You know, we did say I, we do say I love you a lot in, in my home. It's just something about hearing it from him, my first boyfriend, that I was like, oh, this is special. This is next level special. So I need to do whatever he says. Base complexity, if you don't have anything else, are you ready for the next one? Yeah. Oh, right. Two, four. Oh, whatever. Hashtag second album at 90s.history. Hashtag first TV 220F. this one first and then you talk about it after that was for you i will which was from the space jam soundtrack which is and i have a question for you and um did you ever see the movie space jam i think i've only seen it like once i never saw it i was never really interested in it I, I I knew it was a spectacular how um, Michael Jordan was in it and stuff, but I, I it was just never um, on my radar of things like oh I've got to see this movie. But as far as the song for you, I will. Yeah. Huh? No, no. You you go. Sir. I said, you go. What, what were you about to say? Oh, nothing, really. Yeah, I love the song for you, I Will. That's yeah. another beautiful one. And honestly, like back in the day, because I used to sing a whole lot. I, um, I don't want to like, I don't want to be that person that blames MS and like, well, I, I can't do that anymore because you know, MS, no. Because I actually, I'm in the very early stages of working on uh, 
third, my third album. I don't know what it will be, but um, in the very early stages of that. And back in the day, you know, when you tell somebody that you sing or whatever, people are going to always want to hear you sing. You know, you'd be one of the people who would demand somebody sings, wouldn't you? Sing. You too would demand that somebody sings if they say that they can sing, huh? I would never demand anyone to sing. It's like um, I saw Kevin Spacey on, on some interview where the person like asked him to do an impersonation. And, and he was like, he was like, yeah, just like a trained seal, you know, I'll do my impersonations, you know, just like a trained seal. That's what you all want to see. And the interviewer was like, well, no, I mean, I'm not trying to, but like, if you could, you know, and, and that always goes through my mind. But anyway. But that was actually one of the songs that I would sing um, when somebody was like, oh, you say you can sing, bitch? Well, what you gonna sing for me? And um, I would sing, that would be one of the songs that I would sing for you, I will, and Monica. Hmm. There are kids there were kids at that time who it's like they were such, they were so on point with their vocals, they would never be afraid to show, but I would often be afraid to show. Like another song that I would do is um, You by Jesse Powell, mm. but I would take it down an octave. I, but that uh, high part at the end that, yeah. that uh, he, he does the, uh, I guess it's falsetto for him, that note, I would do it in the same pitch as him. Yeah. But I would do the rest of it uh, in octave below. Anyway, but yeah, Monica's For You, I Will. I used to love that song. I, I, I still love it. It's a beautiful song, you know? Anyway. Um, do you have anything else about that? Um, just like I was saying to you earlier, um, and definitely as I said before, I've always loved that album. And there are, well, technically, there are six singles of the album or six music videos from that album. Even though for you, I, well, I know there was like a bonus track. But other than that, there were five other ones. Which is huge. Yeah. Especially well, even still today, but especially during that time period. 
well, you say still today. It's like <sighs> I said so that would be still huge today if it happened, which no. What I'm saying is, yeah, when you say it would be still today, my response is yeah, especially considering that uh, back in the day, people consumed entire albums. But nowadays, it's all about the singles. It's all about the singles. An EP, maybe, and then the singles. I'm still wrapping my head around that, but um, <laughs> for myself personally. But it, it's, it's all about the singles. So as far as Having an album with five singles from that album plus a sixth, like people don't listen. People don't have time to listen. <laughs> and I'm not trying to, to make us out to be uh, any more geriatric in our older millennial status, but uh, I will say, uh, people today, people today, um, the beautiful Day Storm gets it, although he's, he's had a row. He said about leaning. <laughs> and that, that's what I say. Until I know the person in person and know for a fact, I will call them hetero leaning. So Daystorm is hetero leaning. He's fine and hetero leaning. And I don't, uh, it, it's, um, um, it's never, I don't know. Oh my gosh. It's like I was stuttering. But I don't have any reason to try to convert somebody, nor do I have any desire. Anyway, he is fine though. Yes, he is. It is 82, so anyway. And the desire to convert anyone. Huh? See, I never had a desire to convert anyone. Right. I mean, like, if you wanted to try something out, I wouldn't stop them. Okay. Oh, gosh. How much can I do that? A little bit longer. Because I take issue with what you just said about... And maybe you need to just clarify what you mean. But when you say, if you want to try something out, you can go ahead and try it. What are you saying? So With is, you? Well, yeah, you could say that. Um, I was just saying in general, if, if there was something he wanted to try and I was single, then I was like, hey, do you think? <laughs> like if you said, I want to suck your dick, you'd be like, okay, cool, come on. <laughs> Assuming I was single, yeah. He is beautiful, so I get that. <laughs> but it's like, see, for me, Sexual. I prefer sexual interaction to be under the content. I'm not a fan of sex for sexy. 
I'm not. Like, it could perhaps feel good, but could perhaps taste good, but I'm not a fan of sex for sexy. I like, if we're going to do it, it's because we're trying to build something, not because I'm trying to taste your nut, not because you're trying to taste my nut. That, that just doesn't do it for me. So, or not because you're just trying to experiment. Single or not, that's still not a thing for me. Anyway, but you say it is for you? Could be. This storm, so I'll say this. Day storm is fine, and perhaps upon uh, being in a situation that I am open to activities with other people. If if he like came over to me and started touching on me and feeling on me, maybe I'd respond. But I don't. Definitely not to plan. Anyway, uh, basic complexity. Are you ready for the next one? Yeah. I know you better know this one. I know you better. All right, dude. Hashtag second album at 90s.history. Hashtag first TV 220F. Yes, yes, Mackay Piper. <laughs> Being all of 21, <laughs> I think. Actually, you go ahead and start talking. I'm going to look that up. Oh, okay. Um, well, yeah, obviously, that was the album title track. What age was Mackay Piper and the song? The boy is mine. You have nothing, absolutely nothing to say about that. When was Mackay Pfeiffer born? Oh yeah, 74, 84, 94, he was 20. 98, he was 24. So yeah, 24-year-old Mackay Pfeiffer. Yeah, Mackay Pfeiffer was 24. Um, Brandy and Monica both know how to uh, pick some fine lists <laughs> in their videos. Even, and I'm not going to lie, I'm, boy, if you ever left my, my side, it'd be like taking sun from the sky I'd rather down you in my life I'm saying it all because I, I want you to name I'm sorry mm. but I need you to sunshine everything to me and Monica's song everything to me with Ocho Cinco yes 
Yes. Ocho Cinco, A5. Was he A5 because he was the number 85 in a jersey, or was he born in 1985? I actually have no idea. I think both were actually true. Yeah. But yeah, Ocho Cinco was a, Monica knows how to pick him. You know, Monica's just like Tyler Perry. They they know how to pick him. Anyway, but um no, I am not that was not shade. That was just a statement of fact. Anyway. And um I I love Tyler Perry. I do. I think Tyler Perry does some amazing stuff. We don't have a lot of time to talk. Yeah, yeah, we don't have a lot of time. Anyway, but um, the boy is mine. I love it. Yes. Title track from Monica's album. The lead single from Brandy's Never Say Never, which went on to sell 16 million copies. And are you ready for the next one? Yeah. Oh, right. Hashtag second album at 90s.history. Hashtag first TV 220F. You can, um, actually, no, I think it's my time. Angel of Mine. And I love that song. That's a beautiful song. Not only that, but um, it's a, it wasn't a, I don't think it's right to call it a remake, but she was the second to come out with that song. Do you oh. know who did it first? Say what? Do you know who did it first? I didn't know anyone. It I didn't know it was a remake. It's not. So the music industry um, has a way of, I don't want to call them dirty, but it will give different songs to different people in different markets. Technically, the song Angel of Mine was initially released by the singing group Eternal. Mm -hmm. But Eternal was a successful group in the UK. So that's why the record company was like, oh, you know, we can just have somebody in America release it. It'll be a brand new hit again. And it was, it was. When Monica did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. It's a beautiful song. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, do you have anything to say on it? Um, 
Not anything in particular. Um, just the fact that at that point in time, I was just so, um, I guess you could say, enthralled by that entire album. You say that was the the first Monica album that you got. Yeah. I did want to ask you this. What connected you to Monica at what time and why? And I could tell you what connected me to Brandy if you if you wish after or before. But yeah, what connected you to Monica? It I I cannot remember specifically, but it had to be um her songs. Well, is there a song in particular? Is there an album? Um, thinking I was gonna say the first not a you said if not the first album it was the boy is mine no, I said the song that really got me I guess caught up with her if it wasn't the first night was the boy is mine really so you didn't go into that as Team Monica. Say what? You didn't go into the boy is mine as Team Monica. No, that I kind of already was. I wasn't like set like in my way. But I'm asking you why. What brought you to Monica to make you say, you know what, I like Monica. I like this and like that, just one of them days. Yeah, if I was thinking, like, even going back to her first album, it, like, it was like, like that. Um, it'd be either just one of them days or it was, no, I don't remember what the other single was. Like this and like that. Um, anyway, it's cool. I'll say that um, for me, Brandy, I liked Brandy from Baby, her first single. Um, well, her lead single from her debut album, Brandy. I I remember um, the song Baby, and I, I sort of joked with my mom about. Um, I, I I was like, well, we bet we know the title of this song because she says Baby so much. <laughs> And uh, we, we were like, yeah, baby. And um, later on, I actually just started falling. I liked Brandy a lot. 
and explained that I was like, yeah, you know, Brandy is really cool. And it was received so well that I was like, I like Brandy. And it was like, oh yes, Aaron, Brandy's wonderful, good. So I, I sort of like got even more into Brandy. Anyway, are you ready for the next one? Yeah. Hashtag second album at 90s.history, hashtag first TV 220F. So we're going from long enough to too long. And um, I think that's the last one I'll show. Um, can you name it? Oh, easy. <laughs> there was Street Symphony. Yes, sir. We were actually just talking about that before um, the show. How it's like, it's particularly recognizable by the um, the black and the uh, guys who were playing violin. It's like, you don't, you don't see that a lot. Like the guys were dancing and playing the violin. Like you, you don't see that a lot. And, and that was really cool of Monica. And um, also we mentioned the very large the gay in me noticed the a very large dress. <laughs> Did she have a making of the video for that? You know, I don't think so. I think so, because I seem to remember them discussing how she got into that dress. What's that? I seem to remember them discussing how she got into that dress and how it was like a process. Well, I believe that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right. This has been week 220. I'm Aaron Mack. You can find me Aaron Mack at versetv.com, A-A-R-O-N-M-C-K at B-E-R-S-T-E-A-V.com. And you can find versetv, hashtag versetv, all over social media to search hashtag B-E-R-S-T-E-A-V. If you do it on Google, if you do it on Yahoo, if you do it on Alta Vista, if you ask Jeeves about us, either way, you're going to get answers for us. Hashtag B-E-R-S-T-E-A-V. It's complexity. Yeah, um, so it's, oh, there it is. All right, yes, I could definitely be found, um, well, first off, on TikTok, 
which I actually adore. Um, and screaming there with is sorry is my basic complexity. So that's well, wow. In this case, three words just merge them together. So my my basic V A S I C and complexity C O M P L E X I T Y. So yeah, that's on TikTok. On Instagram, um just basic complexity. So that's B S I C C O M E L E X I T Y. And um I could also be found at basic complexity at verse tv.com and that is well my email I guess and yeah those are the ways to contact me alright hashtag verse tv family yes I did roll my eyes when he said I guess I'm sorry don't hate I'm just saying because uh, Kevin Kevin's playing with y'all, but he, he knows his email. Anyway, <laughs> talk to y'all later, Aztec Verse TV family. Peace, VerseTV.com. Stay blessed. Have a good night. Hashtag VerseTV. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin, a.k.a. Basic Complex today. Hashtag Verse TV family. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV family. 220.